For the last several weeks, we've been speaking out of Jeremiah, talking about how God came to this man and said, listen, I want you, I have a purpose, I have a plan, I want you to get up and I want you to go to the potter's house. And when you're there, I want you to watch because I'm going to speak to you. And God did. He spoke about his purpose, his, his, the things that he was going to do, the things that he was leading and guiding in and, and, and reasons that were, things were happening. And um, then Pastor Eric talked about leaning in to that voice, leaning in to that purpose last Sunday. And so we've had lots of teaching and lots of preaching. And so Presence Sunday is something that is something of a, of, of a lab, if you will. You remember in science there was teaching and then you actually went to the lab and you cut up the frog and you labeled all the pieces and everything. And, and, and there was just that learning from doing. And so that's what we're wanting to do today. Um, I want you to understand that I believe with all my heart that every season has a purpose. And that this season in front of us is a, is a vital and very important season. There have been seasons, uh, summer seasons, when we've come up to them, that, that the season's purpose was rest. You know, just we're going to dial everything back. We're going to meet together. We're going to encourage. But we're not going to put any demand on anybody. We're just going to, listen, this isn't that season, just so you know. Okay. I feel with all of my heart that this is a season that I'm to push you into activating the things, the, the gifts that God has put in you. I, that I'm to push you, to, to, to get you to lean into listening to God in such a way that every day, every day you hear His voice. You hear His voice. And so today we're we're going we're gonna to talk about activating the gift of the word of knowledge. And um, so I'm going to count on the front row for sure. And you guys are on the front row over here. Okay. Eric, or, um, Brad, just move a little closer to Cheryl because I'm going to put some folks here. And if you could move closer to... I, I, I'm just going to ask some people. And, and please, when I call out your name, don't have a heart attack. Okay. There's no, we're, we're just experimenting. And if this thing falls flat on its face, it's all my fault. Nothing to do with you. It's just, but I, I just know that God's faithful and he's going to, he's going to help us. Um, Adam, I need you to come and sit right here. Um, Roseanne, I need you to come and sit right here. Uh, let me see. There was some other, you know, Kyle. You may have to run up and down, but I want you to come and sit here. Um, and Candace, you too. I want you to come. Um, are you having a heart attack, Adam? Don't, don't, Adam, don't. It's not, you know, it's not. No, Nozebo, right here. Okay, yeah, 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 okay, she's having one too. Okay. Uh, there was, oh, uh, Davey, where are you? Come, right here. Okay. I filled up all the seats. There's room for one more. Okay. Um, my prayer man, come right here. Okay. So, um, first, let's talk about what the word of knowledge is. It's um, it's a lot like prophecy. 
but it's where God gives you specific detailed information for a specific person or circumstance. I'll give you an example. Uh, yesterday morning I had some errands to do and so I was running around uh, getting, getting these things done. And as I'm in between driving, I'm, I'm praying and I'm saying, God, I just want to be a blessing to somebody. I want, I want you to, I want to be very much used of you today to bring blessing and to bring the love of God to somebody today. So um, he started listing people and I was making mental note and he brought to mind a person that I haven't seen in many months. I'm thinking maybe two years. And I thought, oh, that's an unusual... I haven't even thought of that person in quite a while. And, and so I, I, I just prayed over them. I said, God, I want, you to, I want you to bless them. I don't even know where they're living right now. I'd heard that they'd been out east, but maybe they're back here. And, and, and I prayed specifically, God, bless them. And, and God, what's the cry of their heart right now? What, what, how could I encourage them? Where, where are they feeling pressure? What are they needing to know? And uh, God brought to, to mind a, a situation between this person and one of their children. And uh, he just gave me a specific word that this, this child is causing a lot of problem and is saying things like, I hate you. Now, it's not a 13-year-old or a 9-year-old. This, this is an adult child who's saying to the parent, I hate you. And God just said to me, tell that person that, it's, that they're just so frustrated, they're so tied up, they're so bound up that they don't know what else to say, and that's the, that's the only language that they know, and they're just striking out. Tell that person to be patient, that God's at work, that he hears what's going on and that he's working it all out. So I don't have the phone number. I, like I said, it's been maybe two years since we've been in touch and I don't know where, where they are, which reminds me, I know where Brian Straker is, just so you can ask me later. Um, uh, and so uh, we, were just, we were just praying that way and, and I sat down, bless Facebook. <laughs> I love Facebook. My mother loses her mind about Facebook because she's not on it and people are finding out information before she knows it. And she just thinks it's of the devil. But you know what? I love Facebook because I can find them. I know Eric thinks it's of the devil too, but it's okay. I found the person and I wrote out the word and within 15 minutes, the word comes back. I just needed that. That was the perfect thing. I was just crying out at that moment that moment. Um, the, the Bible says to us that we can, um, th th that we're to eagerly desire, pursue, chase after the best gifts. What are the best gifts? The best gifts are the tools that you need right now. You may love the hammer, but if you're at some place and you need a screwdriver, the best gift is a screwdriver. Okay? And so, eagerly desire the best gifts. Now, I've called all of these people. Not one person. Debbie didn't even know what I'm doing today. I didn't say anything to anybody. I've been wrestling through this all week. I, I said to Eric this morning, this is either the best thing or the most 
nuts thing we've ever done in this house. And so you folks, what I just as we're going, if something comes up, you just let me know, okay? Um, in fact, come here. Um, are you having a heart attack? Yeah. You're, you're, he's, he's breathing heavily. Yeah. Um, when God speaks to you about situations, what, what kinds of things do you know? Like, you need to know that Kyle isn't on staff here. He doesn't get paid for his professional services as a, as a speaker for God. He's an electrician. He and his wife are very committed to what we do here. Um, in fact, just, just to give you a, a bit of a thing, we, um, we, have, we are in the process of opening a new uh, campus in Strathmore. And uh, uh, Shannon Moira are going to be the campus pastors there. And so I went to them and I said, who, who would you like to build the team with? And, and one of the people that they said was Kyle and Jocelyn. And so I went to them and I said, now listen, I'd like you to help them out and, and be there. So you know what they did? They went and they sold their house in Calgary and they bought a house in Strathmore and they've just moved. Not because you know, they've always had this lifelong dream of living in Strathmore, but it's what our church is doing, and, and they're committed to that, and so that's, that's a, so I know this guy, I, when I first arrived in this house, he was three or four years old, and now he has, how old's Kayla? Jayla, sorry. She's five. She's five. So I've known him when he was three, and now he, she, he has a five-year-old daughter. So that makes me old. Um, but <laughs> when God speaks to you, what, what kinds of things? How do, you, how do you know it's God? Um, for me personally, it's, uh, I tend to doubt it okay. more okay. Than, um, than maybe other people do. Um, so for me, it's, it's just uh, if, if a thought comes into my mind that wouldn't, normally come into my mind I have to lean into that and say and believe that that's a God like after testing it and and making sure that it's a a good thing that lines up with the word and and lines up with other people and 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 that kind of thing um then I I I gotta lean on that there's got to be a faith in me that that thing has is has been God speaking to me um what's God been saying lately that you can share with us. Some things are private, but has God shared anything for, for with you? Um, I think uh, what you said earlier really resonates with me that this summer is going to be um, a time of really digging in and and taking ground. Yeah. Uh, because we can't be behind in the fall. Yeah. That's right. We got to be on top of it Come now. Come on. Because in the <laughs> fall, like, we're going to launch our service in, in Strathmore and we got to be ready. We got to be on top of it. Yeah. Because there's lives that Come need yeah. a C3 church yeah. in Strathmore. Yeah. There's good churches in Strathmore. Yeah. And we're there to come alongside them and work with them. And, uh, but there's certain people that just need a C3 church. And so if we're not on top of it, I think we're going to miss out on that kind of stuff. So just to be diligent, to be 
faithful and to keep digging in Come on. so that we don't miss anything in September. It's good. It's good. Thank you so much. Thanks. Sit there. Eric, yeah, go ahead. Eric, I want you to, uh, just the week ago you had Stephen Flight, who's our C3 pastor in East Village. He came and he talked about how he and his team had prayed for Strathmore. Do you, do you just want to tell that story? Um, so yeah, we had a, he's yeah, the pastor of the church, uh, C3 church that they planted kind of about two years ago in East Village, and they're out of uh, C3 Calgary West, which is the church you pass by on the way to Banff, and they had a staff meeting, and they were just praying for C3 Strathmore. It hasn't even launched yet, and they were praying, which is, that's the benefit of being part of something bigger than just one expression in one spot, and um, their children's pastor actually just said, I really feel like um, Strathmore is going to be a place for folks that need to find a home so even they, they might have been a Christian but they just don't have a home they don't have that family and the other thing that she said was that it would be a place for um, uh, again the family thing but for uh, orphans people that just literally yeah don't have a family to belong to and that's been um something that's been in the core of since we started talking about this has been connection and making it a place for you know not Christians that already have a church and just don't like their church but people who genuinely need a family that don't have one so Shannon Moira when they said that did you start crying yep because we asked them to give leadership and they're the orphan gatherers. They, you know, some people are horse whispers. They're the orphan, orphan gatherers. They love to gather up people who don't feel like they belong anywhere and give them a family to put them in. Some of you are saying, okay, so what do you use for scripture for all this, Pastor Bill? Like, that's kind of weird and wild and out there. Jesus is going uh, from one place to another, and he takes this little detour and goes to town, and they get to the to the outside part of the town and the guys say hey listen we're starved and and we're let's go in town and get something to eat and he says i'm just going to sit here by the well and you go get something to eat and while he's sitting there knowing but by the word of knowledge that there's going to be somebody who comes there's a lady who comes and he has this word of knowledge and he engages her. She's not allowed, for two reasons, she's not allowed to speak to him. Number one, she's Samaritan, which means she's not Jewish and they're not supposed to have interaction communicative wise. And secondly, she's a woman and he's a man and he, mm, that's not supposed to happen either. And he says to her, tell me about your husband. And she's sort of stunned because he's talking to her and he has a story tell, or she has a story to tell, but she doesn't know him, and she's not going to tell him, and, and he, she just says, I'm not married, and he says, you're right, you're not married, you have had, you have been five times, and the man that you're living with now, you're, you're not married to, I, I know all of that, and, and I just want you to know that, because I want you to know that I know everything there is about you, and I love you, the message that we have always is tied up in love. 
It's not tied up. It's not tied up in a preaching agenda. It's not tied up in a, I'm going to correct your behavior kind of thing. That's all up to God. We're just we're just releasing the love of God over people. People who believe that they're not good enough for God's love or God's attention and just saying, "Listen, God knows you so well." There there was a disciple in Acts chapter 9 and uh, he's praying and and uh, God speaks to him and says, listen, his name was Ananias. Listen, Ananias, I I have an assignment for you. Here's the address. The man comes from Tarshish and his name is Saul. And I want you to go there and I want you to pray over him and, and restore his sight to him. And I want you to know this. This will be the this will be the confirmation to you that he right now right now is crying out from his heart that God would show him the way. So, specific word, specific address, specific details of what he's supposed to do. Does that make sense to you? I could go on and on and on, but we're not going to. I just wanted, for those who are who are uh, auditing what I'm saying and saying, listen, I just need some scripture, start there, okay? And we could go on for quite a bit. Um, there are words that come to us and, and God speaks to us in different ways because we're different personalities. I tend to, to get impressions, okay? Um, and, and they're very clear. But, he, but here's something that I want you to be aware of. I want you to be self-aware, okay? Because you pick up some stuff. You, you, you walk into a situation and you're pretty much at peace, pretty much everything's okay, and you walk into a situation and all of a sudden you're consumed by a fear or a concern for money. And on the outside, I wasn't concerned at all, and now I am concerned. Stop and check around. Because God's probably speaking to you about something you need to be aware of. There's some of you in this house that think that you're falling apart because your emotions move so quickly. And I, I want you to know that some of you, it's just, it's not that your emotions pick, change so quickly, but you're so sensitive in your, in your life, in your spirit, that you pick up stuff as you travel from one place to another. Does that make sense to somebody? Okay, does that make sense to you? Brenna, that's you too, okay? Just so you know, okay? That's so you know. Is, is this helpful? Okay? So what I'm, what I'm wanting us to do is every morning, I'm wanting us to press into God and say, God, I, I want you to speak to me. I want you to, I want to bless somebody. I want to add value to someone's life. I want to release the love of God over somebody. And, and as you do that, then look for opportunities, okay? So some people feel things physically, okay? You're, you're very self-aware, and uh, all of a sudden you realize, hey, this upper arm is hurting, and and it, that's not me. I wonder what's going on. And, and then you watch for where God wants to use that, okay? You guys got here because this morning, um, I, as I was praying, I was just thinking, okay, God, I need some people beside my regular team members who, who can just be folks from the pew that, 
that stand here and everybody says, well, if God can do that in Kyle's life, he can do that in my life, okay? Um, you, you hear. You sometimes don't think you hear, but you do hear, okay? Everything that you've gone through in your life is for a purpose. You've got the softest heart, the softest heart. Um, and, and so you hear. Candace, you know you hear, okay? You know you hear. And so, Nozebo, you're just learning that you're hearing, okay? Okay? Um, and, and listen, um, we're just we're just starting in this area and we're going to make mistakes and that's okay. That's okay. Um, sometimes we think we've made mistakes. We, we, we were in a, in a restaurant a few months ago and, and I just felt like, for me, um, sometimes I feel a tingling in my hands and, and I said to our server, do you like music? Yeah, I, I like music. So why did you stop writing music? Are you a psychic? No, no, I'm not. I just am here to tell you that God knows that in that top drawer where you have that file of songs, you're supposed to pull that out and start working on it. She started crying and she didn't come back to my table for a very long time. If it hadn't been that it was a buffet and I could help myself, I would have been struggling. But, but those things, those things happen. And, and all I needed to say to her is, you need to know this. God loves you so much and he knows every detail of your life. And, and he's not mad at you and he's just so engaged in who you are. Is this making sense? Sometimes you'll... It'll be on the front. Uh, you'll close your eyes and God will show you a picture. Is Elkins here? No, he's not. Elkins, Elkins helped me with this. Elkins was a, a before he retired, he was a, a body shop repairman. And so they'd bring in a car and he would be the fastest one to get that car fixed. And so one day I just said to him, Elkins, how do you do that? And he says, I stand by the car and I look at it, and then I just travel around it with my eyes shut, and God shows me where to start, and then to fix this so that that's in alignment, and I thought, that's brilliant. And some of you are just people like that, okay? So um, I, I want to make a declaration here um, that's, that's going to help us. Um, do you... Just to make sure I'm at the right church, do you believe that God still speaks to us today? Yes. Okay, good. I just thrilled about that. Um, do you believe that God wants to speak to you personally? Good. That, we're, we're on the right page. Um, do you believe that God has details that he wants to give you to situations that you walk into every day? How many right now have a difficult, complicated family situation? We're looking at those who don't have their hands up and we're very jealous but lots of us do and it's so good when God when you're going to a situation and God just says do this or don't do that and it doesn't end up in a World War III kind of situation that's so good um, so this declaration is based on John 10 27 that says this my sheep 
hear my voice. Are you his sheep? Do you believe that he speaks the truth and that he does speak to us? Okay? Then these are three things that I want you to repeat after me. I was created to hear God's voice. I am able to hear God's voice. It is my desire to hear God's voice. Okay? You get up every morning and you just say those three things to yourself. You just knock down the lies of the enemy who says, well, you don't have enough faith. I've been doing a study on faith lately and, and it's funny to me that people who are credited in Hebrews chapter 11 for having great faith, where they started, they had no faith. Abraham and Sarah, when God told them that they were going to have a child, she laughed out loud. <laughs> That's not going to happen. But she's credited something from where she started to where she ended up. God says, That's great faith. So some of you are thinking, Well, you know, I'm disqualified because I do this or don't do that or whatever, whatever, whatever. Here's the thing if you have expectation and if you're available, God will do something. Okay? So, I was created to hear God's voice. I'm able to hear God's voice. It's my desire to hear God's voice. I want you to start practicing. Now, we we think of the gifts as, as something that we're standing there one day and God just pushes us forward and puts a mic in our hand. And, no, he, he allows us to practice. He allows us to get up and try different things and see different things. Does that make sense to you? Precept upon precept, line upon line, we, we learn that sort of thing. Uh, we just show up with, with uh, expectation. Any of you got anything? Yeah. Dave, come. Come here. I don't know if you know me. This is killing me. This is killing you. I know. I know. It must be God. And everybody loves to see Davy uncomfortable because she makes so many people uncomfortable (laughs) that it's just kind of good to see her uncomfortable every once in a while. Um, When you were praying over the offering this morning, you spoke about unexpected sources. Um, So with all of the changes that's happening uh, here... I've been just, I'm one of these people, as uh, these guys know, I have to have it all figured out. There has to be a plan, an action plan, there's goals, there's fruition from that, etc., etc. When you're in the business world, that's, that, that's a thing. So I'm thinking about all of this thing, and I'm like just just choking with fear. To move this up oh so my God, how are we going to do all of this stuff? So like a good prayer person, I, I took it to my father. For um, I'm also a visual person. Right. I have okay. to see things. Okay. If you're coming to me for um, a resolution of the situation, as these guys know, I start, show me what you're, I have to look at it before it makes sense. For Mother's Day, I got a, a bunch of um, yellow roses, put it in a couple of vases, and they're still there, so it's lasted two weeks. And I looked at it the other day, and normally with, with roses, they die pretty quick. Um, but I was, as I was looking at the stem of these roses, they were shooting, like new leaves were coming, and I've never, ever seen that before. Like just about all of them started sh- shooting new leaves, and I'm looking at this thing, 
that's weird. What the heck? <laughs> so I'm pondering um, this this strange situation, and, and you know what was quickened in my soul. It is not for you to figure it out. It, it's for me. It's the unexpected. I am the God of the miraculous. Right, right. I can raise up stones to praise me to believe in me if you will not. So that's what that did to me. It was my encouragement that I got this. He's saying to me, I got this. You don't you don't panic. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to solve this. It's your job to have faith and to believe. I am the miracle worker. So that is whom we serve today. It's a miracle working God. You don't have to it's not about us. It's about him. Don't go anywhere. So, uh, first of all, she's kept pointing back here saying, those guys, uh, my kids and Sharice, this is their boss, okay? And so, um, D- Catherine always says, everybody respects Davy. Everybody's a little afraid of Davy, okay? <laughs> and so, that's, that's just a wonderful part to, to know. Um, so you're here this morning, and you're in a situation uh, where there is no plan. You're, you're stuck in the middle of something, and there's no plan, and you don't know, and you're, you, there's a knot in your stomach, and it's causing you to almost lose your cookies because um, you're worried. This happened just a few weeks ago. Eric was away on vacation, and our online giving went down. And I'm thinking, yeah, we can't have that. Like, we're going to Strathmore and da-da-da-da-da. And, and Eric came back and I, you know, you can't ever go away on holidays because everything falls apart when you go and da-da-da-da-da. And, and he's just looking and rolling his eyes in his head and, and all of that sort of stuff. And then just since then, there's been time after time after time where God says, listen, I've got this cover, the thing that we're looking at. For, for rental, it's right now, it's, it's way less than I thought it would be. And, and, and so it just happened. You're in a situation, you're stuck right now in a situation, and um, you don't have a plan, and you feel that God's telling you that you're supposed to rest and relax because he's got the plan and just follow him by faith. If that's you, will you just stand? You're, there's, there's a knot in your stomach not sure what you're supposed to be doing. (laughs) Almost my whole front row. Isn't that wonderful? Okay. Okay. Davey, pray over them. Give them a word of knowledge, whatever you got. Father, what an honor it is to trust in you and to know you and to live for you and to declare you as the answer, Father. We don't have to figure it out because you got this. You have each and every child in your presence, in your hand. Their names are written in the palm of your hands, Father God. You are protecting them in their secret place. I give each need before you, God. We pray today, God, that out of today, out of the arise of 
faith in these situations, Father. Testimonies will come forth, Father God. We will testify of your faithfulness and of your goodness because we will choose today to trust in you. We will choose in unexpected resources, Father, for you are the giver. You are Jehovah Jireh. Amen. Amen. You are Amen. the lover of our souls, Father God. And we give you all the honor and glory that's due to your name. Amen. 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 You may be seated. We're going to wrap this up in just a second because our time is gone. Um, yeah, Dan, go ahead. No, not a problem. No, I just wanted to bring confirmation to what David just said too. Um, we sing, we just sang that song, and there's one verse in there that says, "When I trust you, I don't need to understand." And that's exactly what Davy right. is saying. And right. That's that's just what God put on my heart for today too. And the scripture with that is just Romans eight twenty eight, for God works all things together for good for those who trust Him yeah. according to His purpose. And sometimes we just don't understand. But part of loving God is trusting God, just hanging on to Him. Very good. Thank you, Dan. That's good. Listen, um, just a quick thing that I should have mentioned before. For you who are sensitive in spirit and, um, and you pick up stuff and f feel stuff, can I just say this to you? I, I feel like I'm supposed to say this, that be careful of what you watch. Be careful. Don't... don't don't pick up the whole world, okay? Um, Facebook might be too difficult for you to handle because you read something and you carry the whole thing. You know, someone in a fit of rage just wrote, I hate, na da 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 and you carry that. You have to be careful, okay? You have to be careful. Does that make sense? Okay. So here's the deal. This is the summer of miracles for us. This is a summer of miracles for us, okay? Because we need some miracles, okay? I, I didn't understand that. I, I, I got the flu after we got back from our vacation in March, and, and for 14 or 15 days, I ended up on the couch, not moving. And it frustrated the life out of me, and I'm thinking, God, I believe in healing, and I've declared your healing, and da, da, da. why am I still here? Because I want to speak to you. And this is the only way I can get your attention right now. Okay? So we started listing all the needs that are represented in our house. And I, the more we listed them, the more I got, oh, we'll never get out from under this thing. And he said, no, the, you're looking at them as problems. I'm looking at them as opportunities. There's a pressure that's come on people that they're opening up their heart to hear what God has to say. They're looking, there's something, there's crying out like Paul did, or Saul did uh, on Straight Street. God, send somebody to help me. And you're the somebody. The, the, the summer of miracles isn't just on me. Because if it does, then in September, they're going to put me on a stretcher and carry me out of here because I can't do it all. Summer of Miracles is on all of us. God, speak to me today in a way that allows me to bless somebody, to, to release the love of God over their life. Let me hear your voice. Okay? Is this, this helpful? Okay. Um, are you willing to participate in the, 
in the um, experiment music people, you can come back up here. Will you stand, church? You get a song ready. 2019, the summer of miracles. It's a summer of miracles.